Happy St. Patrick's Day to all of you who celebrate. And before you go down to Silky O'Sullivan's on Beale Street or some other fine establishment to celebrate the holiday in a proper way, DeMichael Cole and I are here to talk to you about how the Memphis Grizzlies' luck is changing for the better. It's getting brighter and brighter if you are a fan of the Memphis Grizzlies. The dark dog days are over. It is time to be optimistic once again. We're going to tell you why here on Locked on Grizzlies. Let's lock in. You are Locked on Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Grizzlies. I am one of your hosts, Joe Molinek. So excited, as I always am, because I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Cole, of the Commercial Appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis Grizzlies beat writer for that fine, fine publication. I, of course, work over at Bluff City Media now as a Grizzlies columnist and i also in addition to hosting with wonderful podcasts with DeMichael, am a writer for sp nation and fan sided this a man of many locked, talents i am you know I, i'm all over the place well, probably too all over the place i don't know if uh, they can keep up joe they, they, they try to keep up with all your hey, jobs but you're like a handyman around here joe load up the old mule and let them work right this episode of Locked On Grizzlies is brought to you by the FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. Friendly reminder that we are proud members here at Locked On Grizzlies of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team each and every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check us out over on YouTube. Like, comment, rate, review, subscribe. Please continue to make to Michael and I part of your Memphis Grizzlies and NBA content consumption. It is appreciated. And I appreciate to Michael Cole on this St. Patrick's Day. To Michael, I, I don't see you wearing any green. I'm gonna have to get yeah. get a pinch in here. Yeah. yeah. You're wearing that god awful orange. I see that. But hey, first uh, of all, the, the... excuse you uh, <laughs> for, for speaking down on, on this orange here, by yeah. the way. But uh I, I bleed blue too. So don't you know don't you know I love blue. Don't get it twisted, but but this orange is, is where I got my degree, and this orange helped me uh, get on Lockdown Grizzly. So, so that's respect, true. Respect the orange, Joe. Respect. I do have to respect that that wonderful, wonderful shade of orange uh, since it's led me to DeMichael Cole. And before we get too sentimental here on this episode of Lockdown Grizzlies, uh, again, we're in a good mood. I don't know if you get that vibe from listening, hearing, watching seeing you know the handsome DeMichael Cole, the less handsome me. We're we're in a we're in a good place right now because. So Michael and I were talking before the show. I don't know about you, but we are thinking, like I said earlier, the dog days are over. The luck of the Grizzlies is turning. John Morant will be back soon, which is wonderful news, both on and off the floor. Hopefully, John will take words that he said with Jalen Rose and elsewhere and put them into action, and we'll see growth, and everything's going to be wonderful. Got to be optimistic about that. Oh, by the way, John Morant, when he's on the basketball court, is one of the best 15 or so dudes on the entire planet at doing that. I would say top 10, but I don't want to be too biased. Point being, he's one of the very best in the world at playing basketball. So him doing that again for your team that you follow or cover is always good news. Extremely entertaining player. And, DeMichael, this schedule for the Memphis Grizzlies that is coming up 
in the days ahead. We'll talk more about San Antonio and Golden State later on in the show. Those are the next two opponents. Yep. But after the San Antonio Spurs game on Friday to Michael tonight, the Memphis Grizzlies have seven of their next eight games at home. You see what I'm doing, Joe? confines of FedEx Forum. That's great for you because that means you, you know, you're nice and relaxed. You don't have to worry yeah. about, uh, you know, you can just go down to the forum. You get into a little routine. It's great oh. for the players, obviously. They sleep in their own beds. They're around their families. Role players statistically play they better play well in their home. home. Yeah. And the Grizzlies are very good on the FedEx Forum court. So between John Morant's impending return, we finally have a light at the end of that tunnel. We see a lot of home games coming up for this team and the one away game coming up against the San Antonio Spurs. They're one of the few teams in the NBA at this stage that seem to actively be trying to lose. (laughs) So combining all of those things, I don't know if the Grizzlies will be able to hold off Sacramento because the Kings are probably the hottest team in the NBA right now or one of the hottest. I know I know Philly's playing well and the the Bucs continue to do some good things, Uh, but I don't see them falling below the three seed for sure because there, we, we are reaching that soft point of the schedule that we knew was coming. And John Morant, the, the superstar of the Grizzlies, is going to be back here in the next several days. Joe, it's, it's, it's time to eat. It's time, mm-hmm. to, it's time to put your foot down. You know, it's, it's time to, you know, as my, my old coaches used to say, don't, it's time not to play with your food. You know, uh, the Grizzlies have a bunch of winnable games in front of them. And when I say winnable, every game for this team is winnable when they play at home. They have five home losses. That's the least in the NBA. I don't care who they're playing at home. They have a really good chance every single night. When you factor in, the only home game that they'll possibly have without John Moran is Golden State, which is, you know, arguably as great as they are at home. They're arguably, you can make an argument that Golden State's the worst road team in the NBA, period. They are historically bad when they compared are, to how good they are at home. If Golden State was just like league average at home, they would oh, yeah. be. I think I think I read something that said they would be the one seed. They would be they in would. front of Denver if yeah. they were just the league average at, at on the road. But they are so bad away from Golden, uh, from away from Chase Center out there in yeah. uh, in San Francisco. It doesn't make a ton of sense. Uh, I mean, you've been out there. I'm sure it's beautiful, but oh, it it, it doesn't make a ton of sense. It, it doesn't. And, you know, they blame the defensive issues and all that. But, Joe, I, it's such a big difference. It's it's hard for me to understand. But that's your first game, right? And mm-hmm. then after that, you know, there's the Mavs. And there's still Luka and Kyrie, Kyrie questions on both ends there. You know, Luka MRIs were good a week ago, but basically he has to feel comfortable. So we mm-hmm. don't know when he'll feel comfortable, but there's – there's the chance that he couldn't be back. We'll see. We'll monitor that as the time gets closer. Then there's Kyrie, which I heard, you know, at first we thought, oh, just general right foot soreness, right? Miss one game, come back, that type of thing. From what I've heard, he's told people that this is it's a little more serious than they initially thought. So we'll see, you know, how that goes in his case. But with all that being said, even if those two guys are back, the Grizzlies still uh, should be favorites at home on their own floor. Then after that, you play the Rockets with or without Ja. Very winnable game. The second game against the Rockets, that's when I expect Ja to be back if he's not back that first game against the Rockets. Oh, right, yeah. The second game against the Rockets is the one I really expect him to be back. And at that point, it's on. It's on. So 
Joe, you got to take care of your you got to take care of your business over this stretch, starting with the Spurs game, right? I mean, it's a right. road game, but you said it. The Spurs. Every time I look up, one day Trey Jones playing, one day he's not playing, one day Jeremy, you know the nice rookie that they got. How do you say his last name? Jeremy Sochan. 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 Something, yeah, something like but that. He, yeah, he's a he's a hooper. He is a hooper. He's I love this game, but. You go look at his last four or five games, Joe, it's play, miss a game, play, miss a game. You know, injury management stuff. Same thing with Devin Vassell, the nice young, you know, shooter, wing player they got over there. All these guys are in and out of the lineup. You just don't know who's going to be in the lineup for them on Friday. So with all that being said, the news of John Morant, that was the, you know, that's the seasoning you put on this. And now it's it's time to eat it, right? It's it's supposed to be a dominant stretch here coming up. I, I think... This is the time where you really put the pressure on the Kings. This is when the Kings are supposed to look up and say, man, the Grizzlies mm-hmm. won again. We got to keep winning. They're not losing over there. This is your time. I, I think of it like a Kentucky Derby race, uh, Joe. They're coming around the corner right now, and this is when the Grizzlies really have to accelerate as they get to the close and finish line. And you have to understand that you can't help because the Grizzlies don't play the Kings anymore. Yep. So that's completely out of their control. All Memphis can do is focus on controlling what they can control, and they can control how they bring John Morant back. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think he'll play in that first Houston game, but he'll play a small, like maybe 20 minutes, yeah. something like that. I think you're right that his first full I'm back game will be against the Rockets on that second night. Uh, it makes sense to me to do that just to let him knock a little rust off. But we'll see. We can yeah. talk more about that next week as well. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm curious to see how they play against San Antonio. We'll talk more about San Antonio later in the show. But you're exactly right, and that's one of the reasons I am optimistic. Even with Brandon Clark out, even with Stephen Adams out, the Grizzlies remain one of the best home teams in the NBA. Role players play better at home, like we mentioned earlier. And even with the injuries, that means Xavier Tillman, Santi Aldama, and the guy that we're going to focus most of our energy on in the next segment, who is also to Michael, our Nissan Aria Most Electric Player of the Week. We'll talk about all those guys and how they perform later in the show, but our first guy we're going to talk about next year on Lockdown Grizzlies has really outperformed expectations to mm. this point. This episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is brought to you by the Nissan Aria. Nissan's Most Electric Player of the Week is brought to you by the all-new all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. That's David Roddy. Right in the body. Because when it comes to being electric, you want to talk about being brilliant and being fierce and having a stunningly powerful performance night in and night out. Miami Heat game aside, David Roddy has done just that. There was one point where David Roddy was shooting something like 16 of 20 from the floor. That is about as impressive as it gets. And when David Roddy gets a full head of steam, it's about as elegantly powerful as you could possibly imagine. And that's exactly what the Nissan Aria is like. Both of these, both Roddy and the Nissan Aria, deliver on duality. In the case of the Aria, it's a combination of fierceness and elegance, beautiful but strong. It is the perfect SUV crossover. The 2023 Nissan Aria packs pin to your seat power and premium intelligence all in one EV. It is the all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria, the EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at NissanUSA.com. We're talking... Our Nissan Player of the Week, David Roddy, next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies. I am one of your hosts, Joe Molinax, joined by the incomparable, the indomitable. He still has a perfect NCAA tournament bracket. 
uh, to Michael Cole. Uh, that may or may not be true. I doubt – there's no way you had it at Princeton over Arizona. I'm calling shenanigans on that. Yeah, you, you, you're right. In fact, okay. I, didn't even, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even make a bracket this year. This is the first year I didn't make one. And, you and, made the right choice. You're probably enjoying like the craziness that the UVA oh, Furman game it. was. I, I hated it because I'm a UVA fan, and I picked oh. UVA to make the Sweet 16. And, you know, as that pass was Whoa. going up, it was from, no, like I was in show, slow Whoa. motion. Joe, if happening. you're – if if you're a UVA fan, I mean, no disrespect, but this isn't the first time you've seen this happen, or the second, or the third, but but that's neither well, here nor there. Well, if UVA had made the championship, it wouldn't have been the first time I've seen that either. Uh, so um, I, I I digress. Uh, hopefully, your bracket is still thriving. However, you're uh, hanging out and doing your your brackets going in the second best day of the year, the second day of the first round of March Madness. Um, but speaking of March Madness. A guy that is playing out of his mind right now is David mm. Roddy. And he has come so far to Michael. I remember doing episodes of Lockdown Grizzlies with you and talking about who is going to be that 10th man of the rotation, yep. who's going to be in that mix. And we talked about Jake LaRavia. We talked about John Conchar. We yep. talked about Danny Green before he got traded. Yep. You know, those were all names that were brought up. One that was mentioned in passing more often than not was David Roddy. And we did talk about David Roddy. Check the tapes. Check the receipts. We talked about liking Roddy. I think even I, all the way back then, you know, people like to claim for Roddy as a big or Roddy as a four. I was talking about that in August and September. Thank you very much. Um, But anyway, even with that in mind, I did not foresee Roddy being a player who, when I was covering the game for Bluff City Media, running the Grizzly Bear Blues Twitter, I did not foresee watching that game and thinking, when does Roddy come back in? When is Roddy coming back in? They need Roddy. They need Roddy on the floor. They need his power. They need his ability to get downhill. They need Roddy. Get him back in the game. In October, never would have crossed my mind. And I think that's probably the best compliment I can pay David Roddy is obviously injuries part of it, but he has played well enough to get to the point that the Memphis Grizzlies are counting on him to be a meaningful contributor if this season is going to continue to have some success moving forward. Joe, it's his impact on both ends has been noticeable. I know the advanced numbers defensively right now do not favor David Roddy. But throw all that out the window for a second. Throw it out the window, Joe. What do I use your eyes? Use your eyes. (laughs) These things. Both of us. Just watch the games. And, and, And what do we see? We see a guy who's matched up against Kawhi Leonard. We see a guy who when KD was playing with the Nets and Dylan Brooks went to the bench, Taylor Jenkins called him off the bench and said, hey, you got KD. We see a guy who in recent days, he's getting the Dylan Brooks assignment. When Dylan Brooks leaves the game, David Roddy comes in. If you're paying attention, he gets those matchups. Actions speak louder than, than words. We've, we've all heard that before. The actions, I know you've all – you question some of Taylor Jenkins' decisions and, and whatnot and all that good stuff. But if a coach is subbing in a rookie to guard top perimeter guys, to guard all these great wings that the Grizzlies have went against in recent days, he's not putting them in there just because, you know, he's a bigger physical guy. It's more to it. And if you watch David Rodgers slide his feet, 
you watch him stay in front of these guys. There is massive defensive potential there. I've already said in the past, Dylan Brooks has taken this guy under his wing. He and Dylan Brooks will go to the side sometimes. I'm not at games. I'm just talking about in general practices, uh, just when they're around each other. And Dylan Brooks has really taken it upon himself to teach this guy a lot. David Roddy has taken it upon himself to go to Dylan Brooks, ask questions about important things. So it's the defensive potential that stands out to me as much as the offensive potential because you can see his impact. And where I'm going with this show is sometimes we don't see John Conchar's impact as much with our eyes. And, and you know, the advanced numbers, again, no. and, and Parker Parker Fleming, our guy, you know, he, I he, do love Parker he, Fleming. he basically said – they're not the advanced numbers. It's just simple on and off numbers. And people just call them advanced numbers probably just because we're referring to, you know, the on and off. But the on and on off numbers for John Conchar are really good. And that's reason for Taylor Jenkins to continue to give him big minutes. But if you just watch with your eyes and you see David Roddy enters the game, I mean, even the heat game, he came in and he's aggressive. He's attacking the basket. He's drawing defenders. You know, he tried to make that pass, if you saw it in the Heat game, where he saw mm-hmm. the guy flash under the basket, and he tries to zoom it, you know, through there. It bounced off the Heat player's hands. But I was those are the little things you get impressed with because one day the game will slow down for him just enough where he makes that pass half a second earlier. And he, But he's seen things. You know, I don't think Dave Roddy even attempts to make that pass earlier in his career. You know, he catches that ball. He, he's looking around someone else. Here, get this. Because, But now you just see the confidence growing. And, and, Joe, that's all it is with rookies. A lot of these guys have the talent. That's why they break out in their second, third, fourth years a lot of times. They have the talent. It's just the confidence. What can I do? If I do this, will I be wrong? If I do this, will I be right? And Roddy is figuring all of that out. Now it's just a matter of stacking those performances on, on top of one another. But the main thing that stands out to me, Joe, he provides an instant impact. He runs the floor. He's going to shoot the ball, and he can attack the basket when you close out. He's attacking closeouts, uh, and he is instant impact to me. He runs the floor. You know he'll shoot the basketball. And I talked a little bit about this on Locked On Grizzlies yesterday when mm-hmm. I was flying solo. I missed you very much, by the way. Um, <laughs> but when I was flying solo, I mm-hmm. talked about Kennard versus Conchar, and yep. you know I'm not going to rehash that because I already yelled enough this week on this podcast. Don't lose your I, voice. Though. I yeah, I'm, I I don't want to be too hoarse. I don't want to get too hoarse before the weekend here. Um, I think that what makes Conchar good, and he is good. He's good for this team, and I said that on the show yesterday. What he's good for this team because his game is very malleable, right? It's it's like ah oh, man. I think it was the hangover part two where the uh, the dentist character, whose name oh, yeah. escapes me at this moment, he's marrying Doug. that daughter. Doug, right? Doug. Yeah. No, Doug is, is no Doug is the Doug first is one. the one. Yeah, Doug's the one that gets uh, gets kidnapped. Yeah, yeah um, right. But anyway, Stu, Stu's Stu, that's it. So Stu is marrying a girl, and the father compares him to like rice or some sort of like flavorless rice kind of dish kind of thing that's john conchar you put spices on that and it's delicious right you put a a dash of desmond bain here or a a splash of john morant 
you know, talent there. And John Conchar's look at those numbers. They're amazing. But he he's not going to win you basketball games. He's not going to give you a chance to go out there and make something out of nothing. That's not him. He fits with what's around him, and he deserves credit for that. But I don't need to see that. I need to see guys that are able to help the team win. And Roddy is an example of a guy that can help the team win. So much so, again, I, I'm a admitted Luke Kennard fan. Mm-hmm. I have said, and I will say it again now, given how well Roddy has played, if Taylor Jenkins came out and said, you know what, I'm going to play Luke Kennard, but David Roddy's better than him right now. He's going to get more run. Salute. Like, mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to argue against you because Roddy, especially defensively, I think Kennard's limitations defensively are overstated, but I'm not going to act like Kennard's a good defender. Roddy is a good defender, and he is able to provide offensive punch in addition to that defensive play. Again, if John Conchar didn't play the rest of the season, I'd be all right. David Roddy needs to continue to see that role expanded. The fact that it's Roddy and not LaRavia, the fact that it's Roddy and not Zaire Williams, who is your, my boy and your boy going into the season, the yeah. fact that it's Roddy, it's a kudos to him situation. It's really impressive. And he's going to continue to be leaned on by the Grizzlies going into a, a, a it's an easy stretch in theory, but it's going to be a very busy stretch. Three games and four nights for the Memphis Grizzlies starting tonight in San Antonio against the Spurs. We're going to talk about that next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. But first, this episode of Lockdown Grizzlies is brought to you by Better Help. Understand. When it comes to better help, this is important, not just now, but all the time. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process because we're always growing. We're always changing. We always have life events and rites of passage that are happening and coming and going that can impact how we view ourselves and the world around us. And therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding. Sometimes we don't know what we want or how to react the way that we want to until we talk about things. And BetterHelp helps us connect with a licensed therapist who can take us on that journey to self-discovery from wherever you are. Make sure that you are being in a position to be honest with yourself. And if you need help, give BetterHelp a try in terms of starting therapy. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, suited to your schedule. You fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOnNBA today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOnNBA. Grizzly Spurs, Grizzlies Warriors, a busy weekend for Memphis. Next here on Lockdown Grizzlies. Welcome back to Lockdown Grizzlies. I am Joe Mullinax, one of your hosts, joined by the, the wonderful the Michael Cole of the commercial appeal there in Memphis, Tennessee covers the Memphis Grizzlies as their beat writer. I am a Grizzlies columnist for bluff city media, real quick shout out to bluff city media. You can go to bluffcitymedia.co slash join today. You could use the promo code Mullinax to get 10% off an annual subscription. It's a crazy time of year. The Grizzlies are in the playoff stretch. You've got the Memphis Tigers in the NCAA tournament, big game tonight for the Tigers going up against FAU. All sorts of different amazing coverage over at Bluff City Media. So continue to make part, uh, check out Bluff City Media. Give it a shot. Uh, I know subscription services. I know DeMichael with the commercial appeal. Uh, that can always be a battle. But again, Grizzlies, Tigers, support local media. And it's cool to be part of this venture 
that is now local. You know, GBB was once nationally powered by SB Nation and Fox. Now we're part of a local company. It's a really cool thing to see. So again, bluffcitymedia.co slash join. Much appreciated. Get a 10-day free trial. Use the promo code Molinax to get 10% off an annual subscription. One of the things we're going to talk about over at Bluff City Media, I'm sure over the weekend, is Grizzly Spurs, Grizzlies Warriors. The next time that we're together, DeMichael, on Monday, the Grizzlies will have played two games going into a pretty big contest against Dallas, as you mentioned earlier in the show. So aside from just previewing, because again, the Spurs are bad, right? The Spurs are bad. They they are almost actively trying to lose. They were in that game with Dallas without Luka, without Kyrie. And then then they just turned the controller off. Yeah. They just said, I'm done. I'm done trying to be competitive. So the the Spurs are bad. Golden State, very good at home. Championship caliber team at home still. One of the worst teams in the NBA on the road. And Golden State also will be playing in a back-to-back, I believe. I think they're in Atlanta. They play Atlanta on on Friday night. Draymond will be out for that. And then the second half of the back-to-back is in Memphis. I'll be curious to see if the Golden State just kind of punts the Atlanta game and, and focuses on the Grizzlies since Draymond. They need a road win. Um, they yeah. Do, they need a road win. They You're do. right. That's fair. Um, so anyway, the point is the, the Warriors, who are older, more miles on the tires than the Grizzlies, are also going to be on the second night of a back-to-back. And we talked about how it's the start of a home game stretch. It should be 2-0 and in theory, Right. Yep. How do the Grizzlies get there, in your opinion, Michael? What are keys to a clean sweep of the weekend slate so that when we're talking on Monday, you and I, it's a victory Monday. We're jubilant. We're celebrating. John Morant's about to come back, and the Grizzlies have taken the loss from the Wednesday against the Heat, and they've turned it into a couple of wins in a row. First thing is you, you, you can't play around against the Spurs. Go mm-hmm. ahead. Get up early. Dominate the first business like business approach. Dominate the third quarter and get big big junior loft in and, and and you know get all those guys, Kennedy Chandler and Zaire Williams, get all those guys in in the fourth quarter. The most ideal thing I look for in back to backs is you want to try to keep your starters if you can. Now, if you can't, you know, you can't. But in theory, if you're going against a, a lesser opponent, you want to try to keep your stars under 30 minutes. And usually that only happens in blowout fashion. And some guys on this team, you know, the Grizzlies, Dylan Brooks and Jaron Jackson Jr. foul a lot. So sometimes they end up just playing under 30 minutes because of that. But all things considered, you just got to take care of business, Joe. Uh, Go out there. Spurs team has some talent. Respect that talent. Devontae Graham can get hot from three-point range. Trey Jones will get into your chest. And if you are lackadaisical dribbling in front of you, him, the ball will get taken. Uh, Jeremy Sochan, uh, if he plays, talented guy uh, running the floor and, and all these other things. Devin Vassell, you do not leave him open. He's such a great three-point shooter. He has, you know, these Mikel Bridges-like this Mikel Bridges-like skill set. Uh, we even had the conversation, I think, earlier in the season where we were talking about Vassell and Bang. Like, and it's still a respectable conversation because that guy is really good. Respect the talent that they have on the floor take care of business enough because I would imagine that Hawks game is going to be tough on the Warriors. No, no Draymond uh, and, and the Hawks have some talent over there. So they're going to be in a dog fight. You don't want to be in a dog fight too. You want to be the fresher team, 
Hey, the Grizzlies have a longer flight coming back from San Antonio. They're going from Atlanta. That's, you know, it's an hour and some change. So with that being said, you just got to take care of your business. I think if, if you can avoid having guys play 34 minutes and up, it puts you in a decent position for that second game against Golden State. I think that's a great point. You definitely want to be businesslike in your approach against the Spurs, and you want to make sure that they understand that they don't belong on the floor with you, right? And that can be challenging because, as we've talked about throughout this episode, you know they they have NBA players too, right? Yeah. When you're watching so March Madness, you're like, oh, there, there's two NBA players on that roster, or there's three NBA players on their roster. The San Antonio Spurs have 15 NBA players on their roster, and if you don't respect that talent, like you said, it's going to be a closer game than it should be, and you're going into a Golden State game. Memphis is almost certainly going to beat the Spurs because the Spurs are, again, I can't stress this enough. They, they just stop trying. Like to Michael said, it's like they turn off the controller. They just let the game play out without anybody on the sticks because they are very interested in Wemby and Scoot and all the stuff that goes along with winning the NBA lottery, potentially having as good of odds as they can. So they'll compete. I, I think that the sooner that Memphis makes it clear that that's not going to happen tonight, the sooner Popovich will be willing in the fourth quarter to start pulling guys out, and that will enable Taylor Jenkins to do the same. Or if you really dominate the, th the the threat of the game, you know you make that decision yourself. And even if Pop wants to leave his starters in, you're up by 30, and it doesn't really much matter. So uh, I'm curious to see how that game goes. I think against the Golden State Warriors, I, I'm interested in that game, but I'm actually, you know, maybe this is sacrilege. I'm more interested in Grizzly Spurs because it's another road game, right? And we know Memphis, as we talked about at the top, they're one of the best home teams in the league. Even with their injuries, their concerns, because of the depth of the Grizzlies and the fact that role players play better at home, the Grizzlies are going to be expected to win a vast majority of, if not all of, the home games that are coming up on their schedule. Whereas on the road, even though Memphis is playing a bad San Antonio team and they should be expected to win, again, Memphis is so below average to bad on the road that you can't just write that in, in stone. Like It's possible yeah. the Spurs knock them off. So I want to see in a game that Memphis is supposed to win, how do they perform on the road? Are they able to take that mentality and apply it in a positive way? Or does their immaturity show a little bit and they let a team that shouldn't hang around with them hang around? I'm more interested in the Spurs game because of that road aspect to it. They have to win the Spurs game. They have to rack up as many wins as they can. Sacramento beat Brooklyn. The, if, if they want the two seed still, they have to keep mounting wins. They can't take anything for granted. You can't take it for granted. And, and getting to the Golden State game, watching Dylan Brooks guard Steph Curry is becoming one of my favorite things to watch. It is, it is like when you think of Steph Curry, Joe, you think of just, you know, he plays the game of basketball so beautifully, right? Everything is the way you teach it, you know, how hard he cuts, you know, he's nonstop moving. Like, it's so hard on defenders. But when you watch Dylan Brooks guard him, Dylan Brooks is like, he's like a hulk eyeing his prey. Like, he he doesn't take his eyes off of Steph. Steph moves, he moves. And Steph fakes like he's moving. Dylan Brooks moves. And he is, you know, running through strings as hard as he can. And it's it's fun to watch. It's intense. You know, it's like, it's two different styles. You got Dylan Brooks trying to be super physical and, and body up Steph Curry, and Curry's just like, la, la, he's just running around like he's at the playground. And <laughs> Dylan Brooks is more like, it's not a playground to him. It's just street ball. Like, I'm mm -hmm. I'm trying to put some, 
you know, trying to body you up a little bit. But I love watching that matchup. That's going to be fun. You know, I, I, all the drama aside, you know, we've hit on that a lot and we're probably going to talk more about it, you know, in the next episode. But all the drama aside, I that that basketball matchup, just watching it possession by possession is becoming one of my favorite ones to watch. And you get to see it live and in person once again on Saturday night. Not many better ways to spend a Saturday night than watching the Memphis Grizzlies on Beale Street. I'm biased, but even, even now, years later, I still can close my eyes. I vividly remember what it was like, the sights, the sounds, the smells. Big fan, and I'm very jealous that you get to experience that. But it's it's a, a part of the gig that you have, and it's a part yeah. of living in the city that you do. So shout out to right. Memphis, Tennessee, the most beautiful land. In the, the most world. beautiful land in the world. Let me add is to it beautiful or brutal. It's beautiful. You Br- gotta, brutal. you gotta, you gotta mix them together. It's like Br- beautiful, beautiful and beautiful, and it's just beautiful. Okay, like you, you mix it. I don't, you know, it, it was. I was actually there when that happened. By the way, I was right there in the room, and, and I was hyped. You know, I was in media mode, but sure, I still, yeah, I still wanted to chest bump them and like, like, let's go. You it know? was a pretty good promo. Yeah, it's, it was really good. It was really good, but. Let me add a disclaimer on Dylan Brooks before we get out of here. Sure. Because I, I have to remember, unless he picks up two technical fouls <laughs> against the Spurs, <laughs> that's the only way. You remember, he's two technical fouls away from, you know, the automatic suspension. So let me add that. You know, I, I don't know why Dylan Brooks would even pick up one against the San Antonio Spurs, but, you know, you never know why some things with Dylan Brooks Yeah. Happen. So let me add that. I think that Dylan Brooks, I think that's a fair concern, but <laughs> if there was ever a game that Dylan is not going to get a technical, I think it's, it's the Spurs because he wants to play the Warriors. Like he might Bad. get two against the Warriors. Like that oh, yeah. might happen for sure. <laughs> uh, you might even bet on that happening if that were available on FanDuel. But against the Spurs, I think he's going to be on his best behavior because he wants that Saturday night in FedEx Forum against Golden State. But it's going to be a fun weekend. Hopefully you're catching the games like the Michael and I will be. Thanks for making Lockdown Grizzlies your first listen today. Now make your second listen, Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Lockdown Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Lockdown can deliver. Follow Locked On, excuse me, follow Game to Game on Lockdown NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. The next time we're together, DeMichael and I will talk Grizzlies Spurs, we'll talk Grizzlies Warriors. We might even have a little more detail since that will be the first official day that John Morant is back in the fold with the Memphis Grizzlies. Chances are that uh, maybe the Michael will work the phones over the weekend, maybe have a little bit of intel or insight, maybe a story or two. You never know what's going to happen with the Michael Cole. He stays busy over the commercial appeal. Um, Maybe we'll we'll have a little celebration of John Morant being able to walk through the doors. Again, he's not going to play against Dallas. That's not going to happen. But at least he'll be able to be in the facility. If they have a shoot-around or a practice before, maybe Morant will be available. Probably not. But yeah. maybe he'll be available. Um, it's going to be a very interesting day on Monday. And, DeMichael, I, I'm looking forward to covering it with you, my friend. Yeah, it's it's going to be fun. And one more thing. I keep adding on things before I get out of here. Just stuff, stuff keeps coming in my mind. It's okay. Uh, Let it out. Shout, out. shout out to the Locked On Grizzlies fans, man. I really yeah. appreciate you guys. Uh, Joe, I was, you know, I was on – is the ESPN uh, YouTube channel because I did the podcast with Tim McMahon, yes, right? And in the comments, you know, I end up seeing in the comments, you know, someone said "Locked On Grizzlies" people check in, and a couple people liked it, and I thought that was just great to see, you know, the Locked On Grizzlies support uh, system going in all the way on another channel, you know, watching a whole mm-hmm. other podcast, tuning in. Uh, really appreciate you guys. 
Uh, shout out to the Locked On Grizzlies Club. Yeah, and the the Locked On Podcast Network. Obviously, you doing your work for the Commercial Appeal certainly helps. Uh, but you know, having this channel and and this job, you know, I, I'm doing podcasts. I'm I'm getting ready to do New Zealand radio again, and Uh-oh. and all sorts of different yeah. things. So. Uh, obviously, DeMichael, a, a much bigger deal than me. But the point that I'm trying to make is we are in the position that we're in to cover the team and follow the team and do what we do because of your guys' support. So thank you so much for making us a part of your Grizzlies experience. It is appreciated. Continue to rate, review, subscribe, like, comment, whether it's on YouTube, wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you, thank you, thank you a thousand times over. For DeMichael, I'm Joe. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe, and I mean it. I'm looking at you. You right there. Yeah, you. Be safe, okay? Have fun, but be safe, because I want you here with me and DeMichael on Monday. Have a wonderful St. Patrick's Day weekend. Until next time, stay locked in. This is Locked on Grizzlies.